1: This is the Mixtape Theology Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley, and I'm glad that you have joined us today. Here at Mixtape Theology, myself and my partner, Rachel Cash, love to listen to and talk about 90s contemporary Christian music. We like to talk about our favorite songs, dig into the theology of those songs, think about how we've grown in our theology and even how we were inspired by those songs back in the day. We also think about what we did, what we experienced, what Christian life was like back then, and uh, just reminisce and have fun. Most of all, we like to focus on Jesus. I'm glad that you're here, and for today's Mixtape Theology podcast, I want to talk about a song and an incredible biblical idea. The song I want to discuss is The song He is by the vocal duo Aaron Jeffrey. And the idea that I want to talk about is the idea of meta narrative. That may be a term that some of you have heard and maybe some of you have never heard that term before. It's not specifically. Um, only a biblical idea, the idea of metanarrative, and can be used uh, in other areas and other types of literature. But the idea is that you have one overarching theme that an entire story points to. So in in a metanarrative, Everything is pointing to the same concept, the same theme. And of course, when we think about that from a biblical point of view, everything is pointing in the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, it points to Jesus. There are hundreds, literally thousands. I mean, you could probably go to every page of the Bible and have an example of this. But just to give you a few quick examples, we can look at Adam and Eve in the garden, and they sinned. And of course, they realized their nakedness. They tried to cover that nakedness with fig leaves. Well, God saw that this covering was not suitable, and so an animal had to be sacrificed. So there in Genesis, we have the first sacrifice made, a blood sacrifice, and we see that they were not able to come up with a covering suitable. Only God could do that, and someone or something had to give its life. So we have the first time that uh, a blood sacrifice was taken, was given to cover sin. In Genesis 3, continuing on, you have the seed of the woman who would stomp the head of the serpent. Think about Moses and the children of Israel, manna coming down from heaven. And then we know in the New Testament, John in John, Jesus talks about that he is the bread that comes from heaven. In the Bible, we have prophecies and types and shadows and sacrifices. We could think about someone like Melchizedek in the Old Testament. And then when you study the book of Hebrews, which Hebrews really unlocks a lot of these ideas, you can understand a lot about the Old Testament and how it all points to Jesus when you read Hebrews. We know that that Jesus was in the order, the line of Melchizedek, who was a king and a priest. So when I began understanding this idea, my Bible reading was revolutionized. I mean, I saw everything different. It changes the way that you read the Old Testament. And when you read prophecies and when you read scripture, when you see it fulfilled in Jesus, it's amazing. And it also helps you understand all these different authors— Um, They wrote inspired by God, but it all pointed to the same theme. I've heard it said, people that uh, maybe are trying to debunk the Bible or Christianity saying, well, how can you believe, you know, that, that the Bible is true when it was just written by all these different writers? Well, the very fact that the different writers all wrote and it all points to the same theme and the same idea, and it does not contradict. Itself, well, that actually legitimizes it. So. That is the idea of the meta narrative, or you could use the phrase God's big picture. If this does interest you, there's a great, um, there's a great writer, Graham Goldsworthy. I would recommend him to you. He's got two or three great books on this idea and just points out so many things of scripture, how it all points to Jesus. In my family, we have a, uh, a Jesus storybook Bible by Sally Lloyd Jones, and uh, it's a great family devotional book that goes through the whole book of books of the Bible, goes through the entirety of the Bible, and all points to this theme of the gospel. So let's get to Aaron Jeffrey, and he is. This father-son duo, uh, if you remember them, they had a lot of success in the 90s, and their debut album, a couple of the big songs were I Go to the Rock, and the song He Is that we're going to discuss today, Uh, a little trivia for you if you didn't know this, The album featured some guest vocals by a little group back in 94 when this album uh, was released. A little group called DC Talk provided a lot of the background and guest vocals on this album. You'll hear them if you listen to the album. You'll hear some DC Talk in the background. And also, if you pull up this album, talking about 90s, it doesn't get more much more 90s than the cover of this album. I can still see the neon green when I think about the album, as well as the haircut. Uh, The son, Aaron, so it's Aaron the son and Jeffrey the dad. Well, Aaron had one of these wavy blonde haircuts. Uh, this hair curtain going on. And when you see that album cover, you can't help but think that around 1994, that uh, Aaron from Aaron Jeffrey and Clay Cross and Stephen Curtis Chapman must have been going to the same hairdresser. Like Stephen had kind of graduated past the great adventure or, or past the mullet stage, and in the great adventure, um heaven in the real world stage, now he had this hair curtain thing going on, and so um so you got the hair curtain, you got the neon green, but aside from all that, you've got an incredible song he is Now, I want to read the lyrics of this song, and um and I don't always or we don't always read the entire lyric of a song. When, when we do a podcast, but it's amazing in a couple of minutes in this song, he is, there is an overview of the entire Bible, all of scripture summed up book by book in a couple of moments, minutes. He is in Genesis. He's the breath of life In Exodus, the Passover lamb in Leviticus. He's our high priest numbers, the fire by night. Deuteronomy, he's Moses' voice. In Joshua, he is salvation's choice. Judges, lawgiver. In Ruth, the kinsman redeemer. First and second Samuel, our trusted prophet. In Kings and Chronicles, he's sovereign. Ezra, true and faithful scribe. Nehemiah, he's the rebuilder of broken walls and lives. In Esther, he's Mordecai's courage. In Job, the timeless redeemer. In Psalms, he's our morning song. In Proverbs, wisdom's cry. Ecclesiastes, the time and season. In the Song of Solomon, he is the lover's dream. He is, he is, he is. In Isaiah, he's the prince of peace. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. In Lamentations, the cry for Israel. Ezekiel, he's the call from sin. In Daniel, the stranger in the fire. In Hosea, he is forever faithful. In Joel, he's the spirit's power. In Amos, the arms that carry us. In Obadiah, he is the Lord, our Savior. In Jonah, he's the great missionary. In Micah, the promise of peace. In Nahum, he is our strength and our shield. In Habakkuk and Zephaniah, he's pleased. For revival. In Haggai, he restores a lost heritage. In Zechariah, our fountain. In Malachi, he is the son of righteousness, rising with healing in his wings. He is, he is, he is. In Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he is God, man, Messiah. In the book of Acts, he is fire from heaven. In Romans, he's the grace of God. In Corinthians, the power of love. In Galatians, he is freedom from the curse of sin. Ephesians, our glorious treasure. Philippians, the servant's heart. In Colossians, he's the Godhead. Trinity. Thessalonians, our coming king. In Timothy, Titus, Philemon, he's our mediator and our faithful pastor. In Hebrews, the everlasting covenant. In James, the one who heals the sick. In first and second Peter, he is our shepherd. In John and Jude, he is the lover coming for his bride. In the revelation, he is king of kings and Lord of lords. He is, he is, he is the prince of peace the son of man the lamb of god the great i am he's the alpha and omega our god and savior he is jesus christ the lord and when time is no more he is he is that is our god that is our messiah That is Jesus, and the entire Bible speaks to this incredible message of Him coming and His gospel purpose. It's all about Jesus, the Holy Trinity, God in three persons, working together in harmony, revealing themselves to us, and stating that our only hope is Jesus. He is. He is the answer. Man, I I just get fired up reading those lyrics, thinking about just who God is and what he's done. And, you know, the the lyrics speak for themselves. And and as I was thinking about this podcast, um, they reminded me of Jesus on the road to Emmaus. And he had um, risen from the dead. And he is there, and a couple of disciples are on the road talking to them, and they didn't recognize him. And then in Luke twenty-four, twenty-seven, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he being Jesus, interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. That's incredible. I can't imagine what that Bible study was like when they sat down and Jesus pulled out many of those books of the Old Testament and the prophets and said, this is about me. This is about me. This is about me. All the scripture points to this incredible truth. He is. It's all about him. I pray that you would trust in him today. God bless. Thanks for joining me on this Mixtape Theology Podcast. See you soon.
0: The Mixtape Theology Podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. Find more Christian music-related podcasts at newreleasetoday.com.